Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. You don't follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me at Strict Anonymous if you want to be on the show. It's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody remains anonymous on my show. If you have an interesting, naughty, true story, true life story that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, you could be on the show. Either go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com, and click on be on the show, or send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com, and give me some information on what you want to talk about. Now, listen, if you want to be a part of my confessions episodes and you want to hear my two cents on your confession... <laughs> You could call my confessions hotline. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You have four minutes to leave a message. If you need longer, just call back. I change all the voices on the confessions as well. If they don't make it onto an episode, they all get posted on my Patreon. Now, my Patreon is a great place to join now because only $5 a month, you get access to all the anonymous confessions, plus all my episodes early and ad-free, plus you get all the hot picks of all of the girls that have been on my show and some guys that have been on my show, anonymous picks, plus the best thing you get that everyone's signing up for is access to my Discord. There's over 2,000 people on there and they're all getting super naughty. It's becoming like the Craigslist that doesn't exist anymore because <laughs> people are like hooking up. They're emailing me and telling me that I don't take part in my discord, but all of the listeners do. If you sign up, you could go there. You are allowed to post pics, videos, all kinds of good stuff on discord. And you get all of that. Like I said, on my Patreon access to my discord, the pics, the confessions, you get all the episodes early and ad free, uh, all for $5 a month. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Now listen, all of the links and the number to the confessions hotline is in the description. Today I have on Rancher. Now anyone that clicked on this and is giving this a shot, I'm so happy that you are because this is so such a great episode. I'm so glad that Rancher emailed me to be on the show because like I think typically sometimes people see the titles and they're like oh it's just a show about sex and it really is but I love talking to people about all kinds of problems this is like a generic problem he's a guy that's got some kids he's a widow he wants a relationship again not just to fuck girls he could just fuck a girl but he wants a real relationship but he's got four kids and he owns a ranch that's why we call him rancher and he's finding it very hard to meet women and that's what we discussed but before we get into that whole thing we do talk about his history and you gotta hear his story especially if you're a woman that lives in Montana or Minnesota okay and if you're like a single mom you need to listen up because this guy ranchers a good fucking dude and he is on the market <laughs> by the end I'm like hey do you want to give a shout out to where you live send me a picture like maybe somebody listening is going to listen to this and want to date you and he said yes and that's why I'm telling you where he lives he did send me in a pic so if you're interested in him after you hear this whole story because you are looking for a real relationship and you are a single woman in his area, you're going to want to email me. Email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com because listen, like I said, this is a guy named Rancher. He, he had a baby with a woman when he was like 22. So that story is pretty crazy how he wound up with the kid and he, he took care of that child at a 22 year old guy. He's got his own ranch. He set that all up. He wound up meeting another woman who he married. The story of how he met that woman is so amazing. I love stories of people who wind up married, like their first meeting story. This is one of those stories. It's so serendipitous. You're going to love it. We talk about that, how he met her, and then how she actually passed. She died while giving birth to their son. They had a daughter. They were married for seven years. He talks about that. It's like a really tragic story 
story. He talks about what he went through afterwards, how he was able to move on. It's pretty horrifying. He did go to therapy for a year. We discussed that. And then we start to talk about his dating issues and why he can't meet a woman. Like I said, he's not looking to fuck. He's looking to date. He's got it all. When you listen to his whole backstory, you're going to be like, this is a good dude. Okay. He has hooked up with a couple of girls and I'm like, what, how dumb are these girls that they passed you up? Because if they listened to my episode and they asked the right questions and they got this guy backstory, they would just get that this is like a catch and a half for a woman who's already had kids and wants to move fast and have a relationship with somebody. He's got a built in life already, but for the right person, I think he's a good, he's the, he's the real deal. He's a good guy. He's monogamous. He's financially stable. He has a house in Minnesota as well as Montana. So either place works for him. Okay. So any girls listening to this, I'm playing matchmaker here. Send me an email. But anybody listening to this, you're going to love his story. It's super interesting. In the beginning, it's more about his life. And that's just all interesting because what he went through and how he survived it all. He's a pretty amazing guy. And then the second half is all about dating. And I give him some good tips, I think. And we talk about a lot of his crazy stories and stuff. And that's interesting as well. I love this episode. It's a bonus episode because it's not about SEX, but I love talking to people about anything. Really, that's just who I am. So anyway, I'm going to get right to it and get right back on with Rancher. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Rancher. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Now, listen, am I talking to a real rancher? Is that why you're called Rancher? (laughs) Are you a rancher? (laughs) Do you own a ranch? (laughs) Actually, yes. (laughs) Do you ranch? Is that like the verb? (laughs) It's so funny. Okay, so listen, Rancher, I love that you emailed me. I think I put a call out on one episode saying like this year, I was looking for more regular problems that people could relate to. When I first started my show, I really just wanted to call in my show about anything, dating, love, romance, sex. It just turned into sex because... I posted on Craigslist by accident because it was free and I got all these crazy stories. But this year I'm going to do some more like what would we say PG rated and emails like yours I was excited to get because I think it's a topic that a lot of people are going to be able to relate to. This is the short story and then I'm going to ask you a million questions. You're going to tell me your story. <laughs> so Rancher, yep, you're like 36. You got a lot of kids. You got four kids. Your wife tragically died giving birth to your child. And so you have been single. Your child's three years three years old so I'm assuming that happened three years ago you're looking to get back out and date again you own a ranch you got four kids okay so you're busy dude and you just can't seem to even get a date and that's what you're calling in to talk about right yeah yep so let's get let's get started now I know that you said oh before you were married like you could get chicks anytime you would just go online and meet people so it wasn't like you never did online or anything because you're only 36 so when you were dating initially there was like uh, the uh, the whole online thing was going down and stuff right because I feel like sometimes older people don't know how to navigate apps because they weren't around before they got married but you know about apps and all that stuff right yeah absolutely see I I'm not going to lie. I was kind of a huge player when I was younger. I like Um, that. I like that. This is the player that now can't get a date. It's even more interesting. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm not like to even since my wife's died, I've had like random one night hookups. I can get laid. That's not an issue. I want to find an actual relationship. Yeah, that's important to say because that was very you were specific about that. Like you're not now because you are looking for a real relationship. That's what's really hard. Now, what, like, what's the difference between the chicks that are coming home and just banging you out for one night as opposed to someone that you would date? Like, why do you never give those one night stands a chance? Are you like one of those guys that's like, oh, you fuck me on the first date. I'm not interested. <laughs> uh- <laughs> <laughs> a lot of guys are like that. It's just a thing. You know, that's why they tell no. girls don't fuck a guy the first night. But it's, it shouldn't matter. <laughs> the fact for me, it's actually like more. Any one night stand I've had is never at my house. I have, like I said, I have four kids. Yeah. I'm not just going to bring some random person around. Yeah, of course. And usually those one night stands, it has nothing. I go with the intention of it not being a one night stand. (laughs) We talk and we actually get to know each other beforehand and stuff. But then they find out I have kids. And that's actually like a huge deal breaker. (laughs) Oh, God, really? Are these young girls? What's your age range you're looking for? That's the problem. Um, it is a big I'm problem, I'm going to say. everything from 26 to 
even 40. Okay, so you go up to 40. That's not bad. That's not that much older than you. That's okay. So you'll go up to 40. So most of the women that you're seeing, they don't have kids already themselves? Because I feel like a woman without had kids, it would be beneficial that you also had kids. You know, and that's what I always thought too. That's why this is so confusing for me because I've talked to a few that have had kids and it's like the fact that I have kids. I don't know if they think that there's going to be like baby mama drama yeah, but or, don't they ask you where's the mom? Like, and listen, yes, I'm sorry, and, but a widow is like the best guy to date. He never got divorced. I mean, you would you would probably still be married. You're a good guy. What's the problem? Don't they wind up finding out your story? Well, yes, see, and they do, but not all four of my kids were with my wife. Okay, how many baby mamas do you have? Two, just my wife, my wife, and then a previous relationship. Okay, so let, and, you know what? Why don't we go back and get like your story first? Should we do that okay. so that I could get a little backstory so this doesn't we go like kind of like in chronological order? Let's start when yes, you were absolutely. like the big player in high school <laughs> or wherever, <laughs> whenever you started dating. Yeah. So I guess just all through high school, I dated everyone. I was on the football team, the track team. I did professional rodeo actually for a while. Oh, cool. So you're a popular guy wherever you live, right? And the yeah. rodeo place. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. It's like a guy um, in New York City that's in a band. Same shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, everyone wants to, <laughs> everyone wants to fuck him. <laughs> or at least I did. <laughs> so you're, um, so you're like getting a lot of chicks. You were in high school, you were popular. Yeah. And I started dating a girl and we ended up having a child together. How old? How old was I? I was 22. Okay, so super young. You're not even married, but it was like a quote-unquote accident. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Was she your girlfriend or just like a a girl you were banging? Girlfriend for four months. So new girlfriend. (laughs) New girlfriend, yes. Okay, cool. Go on. I admit it was a complete accident. Oddly enough, the condom actually broke. Um, (laughs) So that is a really bad accident. That normally doesn't happen. I've used condoms all my life. Not one has broke. (laughs) <laughs> do you have a big dick how do you break a condom <laughs> i i truly have no idea yeah it, <laughs> a month later she calls me and she's like hey, i'm pregnant but did you know the condom broke while you were having sex or like when you pulled out you're like oh holy shit it's broken yeah when when i pulled out yeah 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 so you did know and then so she calls you up and tells you she's pregnant yeah we kept talking obviously but just because we knew there was a possibility of that happening yeah of course but it was still just unexpected. Anyway, long story short, we have a child. We try to stay together as best we can for the child. I stay with her for the entire nine months that she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. And she gives birth. And I don't know what it was. Our, my daughter is three months old. And she just has a breakdown. I get home at eight o'clock. My daughter's in the crib crying. And there's a note saying, I'm done. I don't want this. I'm out. Oh, no way. She left the baby. She didn't just leave you. She left the baby. Yeah, she didn't Holy want any shit. of it. Oh, <laughs> well, listen, I had a baby at 46, and I could understand at 22, however old she was, it's so hardcore having a child, and it really changes your whole life. I, people, I think people don't understand that I could understand a woman that gets so overwhelmed by it. I know I know that women are going to be like, oh, you can't understand a woman leaving the baby. But like on some level, she must have fucking flipped out. Like maybe she was mentally unstable. That's a big responsibility to take on before you're ready. Yeah. And I hold no ill will towards her for this. Like my yeah. daughter is my daughter. My kids will always be my number one. Valentine's Day is fast approaching. So whether you're partnered up or single or married for a long time, why not learn something new you can use in the bedroom and surprise your partner with the best oral sex they've ever had. And you want to know where you're going to find out how to give the best oral sex on Beducated. Beducated is like the Netflix of sex education. They have over 100 courses to choose from. They literally have something for everyone. They have courses on anal sex and pegging and erotic massage and oral sex courses for both men and women. And let me tell you the best thing about Beducated. You learn from videos that feature real live people giving head so you could see exactly how it's done. 
So want to give your partner a great hat this Valentine's Day? Then go get Beducated. Sign up for Beducated right now by clicking on the link in the description and using my code anonymous to get 50% off your yearly pass. Plus, you're going to get to try all the Beducated courses for free for one full day. That's 24 hours of free access. Just go to the description, click on the link and use my code anonymous to get 50% off your yearly pass plus 24 hours of free access. They also have a 14 day money back guarantee. So you literally have nothing to lose. Just go to the description, click on the link and use my code anonymous. Yeah, obviously. Uh-huh. So for, so for three years, basically it was just random, like one night stands. And then it was just me and my daughter take on the world, I guess. Yeah. But can I ask you a question about the, the baby mama? Does she ever yeah. come back into the picture? So yes, she okay. has off and on. She actually ended up getting like a really bad drug habit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what I mean. She's something is wrong with her. Any woman that yeah. leaves a child, like I said, I, I get being overwhelmed and feeling like it's too much, but there's a million things a stable person would do, but an unstable person that has issues is just going to fucking run. So I knew she had some sort of problem. Yeah, she ended up developing a really bad drug habit, went in and out of treatment. She's been in and out of my daughter's life for since she was tw- since my daughter was born. Yeah. How old is that daughter now? Oh, she is now I'm 37, 22, so she's 16. Yeah, okay. Mhm. <laughs> yeah, it's so that's with my oldest one and she does come in and out and with my wife she she understood that she was whatever she comes in and out like at yeah, that that's... point though mm-hmm. my wife came in and she was mom like it's just she was mom mm-hmm. so yeah <laughs> okay so um, you you so you were at the point where you know you have this baby now and you're like 22 how did you wind up meeting your wife at that time it, so this is actually I don't know kind of a funny story yeah so oddly enough I was at of all places, Walmart at 3 a.m. Huh? Okay. My daughter woke up puking and we had no medicine of any kind in the house. So I load her into the truck and we go to Walmart to go get medicine. Huh? And there in the aisle was my wife with her daughter. No way. Why was she there at three o'clock in the morning? Was her daughter puking too? Nope. She was actually the one that was sick. Oh, but wow. She, so she had to bring her kid. And so she was just two single parents in this aisle. And we started talking. And it just, within a month, we were living together. Oh, I love that story. Yeah. I always <laughs> love to hear, especially people who last a long time and have a, a healthy, long marriage. I, I love to hear the story of how they met. Because sometimes it's just so random. And you're like, that's so meant to be. That's what I believe. Your poor daughter had to puke and she had to get sick. So you guys would wind up in that Walmart at 3 a.m. to meet each other. <laughs> how crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's just one of those things that, you know, and meeting her in such a generic way like that. Like yeah. I picked up girls at bars. I picked up girls online, all of that stuff. But like meeting her in that way, it was just one of those things where I was like, okay, like this is the one. Yeah. You know, yeah. that shows that that, that kind of a, that kind of thing is a possibility. Sometimes you never know. Yeah. Yep. For sure. So how, what, how old were you when you met your wife? So I would have been, we were together for seven years when she passed away. So I would have been 28. Okay. So you're 28. Now she knows you have a baby, obviously, because she meets you with one. What was her story with her baby? Like, where was the baby daddy? Where was her baby daddy? Uh, the baby daddy literally just dipped on her and had Same nothing shit. to do with the kid ever. Wow. So yeah. you guys had a lot in common. Yeah, yeah, I, that's that's what I'm saying. It's one of those serendipitous stories that, like, yes, one hundred percent. You know, no one would ever believe it, but <laughs> no, I love it. It's not even funny. It's beautiful. I love that your story. So you guys have so much in common. You immediately get together, and like, how long after you start dating do you get married? Like literally, this girl. I was ready to propose after a week. Yeah, like I was just, you just knew. I was done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just done. knew? Did you know that night at Walmart? I always say guys are the pickers. They know when they meet their girl. Uh, yeah. She was literally, for a surprise, she was 
everything I was looking for. She was absolutely drop-dead gorgeous, extremely intelligent, Mm -hmm. and just literally like the girl that walks in a room and every single head turns. But on top of that, like that would have been great, right? But on top of that, she also is a single mom. You're a single dad. Like she had these like really weird things that were so in line with you. Like it's really random and perfect. Oh, I know. And that's, see, that's part of my issue because of how perfect it was and how random it was. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where it's almost, it's not that I'm expecting that to happen again. Right. But like it can happen once, you know what I mean? Can it, does it happen again or yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't like you went looking for it and it was so perfect. I get it. It's almost like it, can lightning strike twice? Probably no, you're thinking. You're like, it's exactly. like almost yeah, like, that's... oh my God, that could never happen. It was so perfect. It can't. But I don't believe that. But let's go keep going. So you marry her now. Do you guys start having babies, other babies right away? Because I know she passes during childbirth. Is Did you just have one baby with her or more than one baby? So we had, we had two children together. Okay. So she had her biological daughter. I had my biological daughter. And then we had another daughter and then she passed away giving birth to my son. So, okay. So, but you had the daughter first because you're with her for seven yep. years. You wind up being able to be with her for seven years, correct? Yep. Okay. Now with these other children, did she have any issues during childbirth? Yes. So our daughter, when she gave birth to our daughter, she mm-hmm. was diagnosed with a fairly significant kidney failure issue. Only during pregnancy kind of thing. Yes, okay. during pregnancy. Okay. Yep. And they told us that they didn't know if she'd be able to even carry our daughter all the way to term. Okay. Miracle of God, it happened. And then we got pregnant with our son. Just, again, complete drunken night, basically. <laughs> yeah. Got pregnant. And the doctors were like, this is going to be intense. This is not going to, we're not saying anything bad's going to, we're not going to predict that bad's going to happen. But this is dangerous. This is extremely, extremely dangerous. Did they, uh, did they tell you maybe you should terminate? What were those conversations like with the doctor? Because that's a scary position to be in. Terrifying to be in the position either you kill your baby or you could be killed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, they actually, they suggested that we terminate the pregnancy mm-hmm. uh, for her safety. Yeah. And oddly, I'm not trying to sound horrible here, but for me, I was okay with that because I would have done anything to have her in my life still. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. But for her, it wasn't even enough. You hadn't met the baby yet. So I could understand exactly. that kind of a thinking. At this point, you don't know who that baby is. It's just like a thought in your mind. She's a little, tiny, little embryo. This is your wife. She's the mother of your child. This is the woman of your dreams. Of course, that would be your choice. I think anyone could understand that you would feel that way. Yeah. And for her, it wasn't even an option. Yeah. And any woman understands why she would feel that way. Any mom. Yep, yeah, exactly. So I obviously acquiesced to her. Did you have fights about it? Like, what were those conversations like then between the two of you? Like, how scary is that for you? It's unbelievably scary. And I, it was literally me on my hands and knees begging her. Oh, my like, God. I can't lose you. Oh, my like, God. If this does go bad and I lose you, I will never forgive myself because I didn't make Force this you. happen. Oh, you my God. Like, I, and... The entire time, she was just like, no, babe, we got this. I'll be okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's awful. We can't do this. This We found out by this point that it was a boy, and she's like, this is the son you've always wanted. Oh, my God. This is, you can teach him how to rodeo. You can teach him how to throw a football. Yeah. Her mind was made up. What about her family? Like, how did they feel about it? She was never that close with her family. Mm -hmm. Her dad was there, and he's just kind of one of those... I don't even know how to describe it. He basically was like, do what's best for you, but just know that if my daughter dies, I never want anything to do with this child. Oh my God. Are you fucking kidding me? No. That's why we, I haven't talked to her family since she passed away. So even when that baby was born, he didn't change his mind. I mean, that's a piece of his daughter. Yeah. He stuck to that? Yeah, he he wow. literally wanted nothing to do with my son. 
how sad for him like what's fucking wrong with him that he he can't get you know that he couldn't connect in a way that I feel like most people would I I can understand maybe thinking that way but then if your daughter actually passes this child is your daughter this is yeah oh no I I fully understand and I still don't understand it to this day but that's just who he is and that's his that's how limited he is yeah something's fucking wrong with him in my mind my son's better off not having him in his life if he's gonna have something like that like yeah sad yeah 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 awful so wait so during so through the pregnancy when does the kidney thing come up like like was she sick throughout was it something that happened right at the end oh really Uh, so i don't know if you know what hyperemesis is no i don't okay so literally she would have to go in daily (laughs) um like her arms looked like she was a fucking heroin addict because she had to get so many IVs of fluids. Oh my God. You mean, because this is like the minute she got pregnant, this thing that she had was an issue and was fucking her up. Yeah. Um, she would puke constantly. I mean, it was, she would lose every ounce of fluid she had in her body. She would puke constantly. She would constantly have just massive, like she randomly pass out because of like basically her kidneys were failing. Now, was it this bad the first time around with your daughter? No, it was bad, but not anything like this. Oh, God. So how scary for you, because now it's like worse. Yeah. And so she was a trooper. She was just puking every day, but moving forward. Because like you have, I would assume, like for the first three months, like she's immediately sick from this. And it's obviously worse. She never winds up changing her mind. No, she was dead set, deadlocked. This is what was going to happen. And how about you? Did you ever, uh, were you like anti it the whole time, worried that this was not going to end well? I mean, obviously I was worried the entire time. But as a father of three other kids, the second that I saw those ultrasound pictures, then I was like, listen, yeah, (laughs) I love you and I don't want to lose you. Yeah. But you're right. Like this is, this is our son. Yeah. Okay. So she's sick the whole time. Yeah. Yep. She maybe had. Two good days the entire 40 weeks. Oh, my God. Now, was she scared that it wasn't going to go well? Like, did she did she ever talk to you about that, that she was afraid? She was, yeah, she was, she was obviously scared, but she was just one of those people that always would do whatever it took, basically, to ensure everyone else that she was fine. And she never showed it outwardly ever for me or our kids. Right. Because she didn't want them being even more scared yeah 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 she took it on herself Uh and so it's yeah but deep down i know she was scared i know she was terrified and being there trying to help trying to be supportive but you're not the one actively living through that you know what i mean yeah yeah it's not your choice at the end of the day yeah unfortunately I, there's only so much I can say. I can just be like, babe, I love you. Were the doctors even throughout her pregnancy because it was so bad still trying to get her to change her mind? Yeah. But then our family doctor who's been like literally all of my children's doctor. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, she got to that point where she just knew that my wife was never going to acquiesce. Like right. she just, it wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. She knew and, she was going to term. So she was, yeah. she didn't harp on it anymore. She didn't harp because she's like, listen, she needs every ounce of support she can get. Because any stress right now could not only kill your wife, but it could kill the baby because that's how bad she was. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So my doctor was just like, we got to do what we need to do here. (laughs) Yeah. And how scary were all those doctor visits? Because, you know, you go and you never know what's going to happen when they put the ultrasound, you know, checking the baby to measure, you know, every all those check-ins was super scary because... At this point, because she's so sick, it's not just her health. It's the baby's health. Is the baby healthy? Yeah. Yep. So the- yeah. And oddly enough, like our son was born perfectly healthy. Wow. Which is a miracle in and of itself. But well, that was because yeah, of her. Healthy. She took it all on for her baby. I yeah. Mean, that's that's all her. So yeah. she go. Does she like go into labor like anyone else would at the right time, or did she go earlier or something? Like, how did that that bad day happen? She went basically four weeks early. Okay. And 
we took an we took an ambulance to the hospital. It wasn't even like a let's go to the hospital, babe. Like I called nine one one and we took an ambulance. Why? Because she was so sick, or because you were so scared? Yeah, like I didn't want to take the chance. Yes, yeah, smart. Mm-hmm. It, it was just bad. Because she, she was bad. You mean? Yeah. Yep. With oh how difficult God. this pregnancy had already been. Right. I wasn't going to take the chance of picking her up, carrying her to the truck and driving the 35 miles to the hospital. Oh, my God. So the ambulance comes. Does she she gives birth to your child? Does she die like on the table or after? I mean, do you mind me asking these questions? No, that's fine. Yeah, she they did everything they could. So the child came. My son came out. Mm hmm. And did they put her under to have the baby or was yeah, she they put there? her out under and gave her a C-section? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. They said that the stress of natural birth would just, would have been way too much. Yeah. That's what I would assume. Okay. So she's under and they do a cesarean. Yep. Mm-hmm. And basically her kidneys just shut down while she was and under, while she was under, they shut down and they it's not like they can perform a random kidney transplant (laughs) they didn't have a donor she wasn't anything like that and she died four hours after my son was born oh my god i could cry i mean this is like a a, what a fucking awful time for you because here it is you have a new baby and you lost your wife at the same time it's like the best of time and the worst of time on in one day yeah (laughs) Yeah, horrifying. Was her father there? No. No? Your family no. was there? Yeah, my family was there, yep. Oh, my God. How did you fucking deal? I I didn't. I mean, yeah. I, I, I just shut down for, I mean, looking back, it, it is what it is, but I was just non-coherent for two months. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I, yeah, I, horrifying. Fucking horrifying. Yeah. And the baby was totally healthy. Yep, baby was healthy. Did you ever have any dreams of her or anything? I believe in the afterlife, so I'm just wondering if you had any signs from her, dreams or anything like that. Do you believe in that shit? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And we basically built this ranch together from nothing. I owned it before I met her. Yeah. But what it's turned into today was because of her. And so there is places all over here that were like, are little places. And so anytime I'm there, it's just, it's like I'm with her. You're reminded of her and you feel her. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What an amazing woman to have been able to do that for that baby. You know, because she, she just, that's what she wanted to do. Yeah. She, and it's, she never wavered. Yeah. And now I have my son and he literally is identical to her oh yeah he's a boy but i look at him he has her eyes her nose her ears it's her (laughs) yeah 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 how long did it take you to get past that part of you that was like if something happens to her i'll never be able to forgive myself because you begged and pleaded and you couldn't change her mind did you eventually get to the place where you realize like you could have never changed her mind like how long did it take you to get to that place oh i'm not gonna i went to probably a year of therapy yeah of course <laughs> I, I i realized after about six months after my son was about six months old that i i just i needed help i needed more than whatever i was doing so i went to therapy mm-hmm. and it took about a year before i was finally able basically to forgive myself yeah and to move on and yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Okay, this is like a okay, let's let's start talking about your dating again. That's what you called in for. But this is listen, this is a part of your story. I mean, like, does any girls that you go on dates with know these stories? I don't know. I feel like a girl will fall in love with you. Like you're such a good guy. Even with the first story, your twenty two year old kid left with a baby, you wind up taking care of that baby. You 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 put together a ranch, you meet another woman with a child. Like you're a fucking great catch. What's wrong with these girls that you're meeting? See, and that's, like I said, so when I was younger, yeah, I could use okay Cupid, plenty of fish, yeah, any of that, right? Yeah. And I'm not trying to sound cocky, but I could basically get a girl a day just to get laid. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. But You're being I, honest. I never used it for actually a relationship. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, you use it just to get laid? Is that what you to use? To get for? laid, yeah. Or like <laughs> okay. you go to a bar and get laid. Yeah. But I guess now that, obviously now using it, I have all the criteria for relationship. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm obviously I'm not that guy that's going to put, I'm looking for like a freaking 18-year-old because I'm not. Yeah. No, but no, no. Like, you want a real relationship with someone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But like now, I've been doing this now for about nine months. Okay. And I have not received a single response or message. Are you kidding? I, I should have had you text me beforehand your profile. Something must be fucked up there because I would assume there's got to be women around your age that are in your position where they have their kids already. They don't want more. Of course, a woman like that is not going to be looking just to get fucked either. She wants a real relationship, you know. So I would think that there's women out there that you would be perfect for that are looking exactly for you, like a guy that already has kids. I'm a woman that's single and have a kid, and I would want another guy who has a kid. That's what you look for, just like you and your wife the first time around. See, and that's the thing. Like, I've even tried this new thing called Stir. What's that? Which is like a dating app for single parents, supposedly. Okay. No, that's cool. Get very specific. Yeah. Okay. And like, I've even had, so I have a best friend. Her name is Sam. Like, we have been friends since we were fucking three years old. Okay. Like, we grew up as neighbors. Mm -hmm. And like, she even looked over my profile and she was like, like, listen, if I was single, like I would respond to this. I, oh, I was going to say, why aren't you dating Sam? <laughs> she's not, she's dating someone. Okay. Yeah, she's married to like my best friend. Oh, okay. Awesome. Okay, cool. All right. So she thinks you're, you, she looked at it and thinks your profile's fine. She's like, I would respond. Right. Okay. Like, and so that's why I, I just, I don't understand. Like, it feels like I lost my mojo. You know what I mean? Because when I was younger, this would have not been a problem, but I also wasn't looking for the same things back then. Listen, the way you met your wife, you didn't meet her this way. You met girls that you fucked that way. The way you met your yeah. wife is just like randomly bump into someone, boom, there you go. That's the girl. And sometimes it happens that way. And that doesn't mean that while you're doing all this work on the apps and just like working it and being very intentional about what you want and what you're looking for, that while you're doing that, you won't wind up meeting somebody again in a kind of a weird way like that, you know, as long as you're open and your light is on and you're kind of out and about, you don't have to be in the bars. You could wind up meeting somebody. It's not to say that that wouldn't happen again. The plenty of times that happens. Do you go to a gym? Well, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I do, but doing the work that I do for a living out here, it's basically going to the gym 12 hours a day. You're you're right. You're working out at, on your ranch by yourself. You're not in the yeah. gym with chicks is what I'm saying. You don't go yeah. to the gym with chicks. I mean, I do, but like I said, the nearest town to me is 35 miles. Okay, so that's a problem. So it's location two, right? There's not a big it's, pond of the of, of fish available, right? Like you're not exactly. fishing out of a big and, pond. And a lot of the fish yeah. I've already been with when I was younger. <laughs> Let's talk <laughs> about some of the girls that you have that you have met. Like I was asking you before, you wind up th- with these girls and they're one night stands and it turns out they don't want a guy with kids. Like, how do you know that? What comes up with these girls that you go out with and you don't want it to be a one night stand, but it winds up to be that way? So on the random, so I've had, okay, I guess I lied technically when I said I've had zero responses. I had two. Okay. But I just counted them as zero because they went nowhere, basically. Yeah, yeah. And listen, that's going to happen more often than it doesn't happen. I mean, having kids, having a full-time job where I'm, I own this ranch. Like, I own the horses, I own the cows, I own all of it. Mm-hmm. It's a 24-7-hour job. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't have time to just go have fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially not during certain times of the season. Like, right now... It's probably the time that I'm the most available to actually go out and do things. Okay. So are you checking your apps and updating your picks and swiping left and right and getting on more apps like now while you do have that time? Yes. Okay. And see, so my thing is, so the things that I've heard from those two, especially, and then just one other random girl that I actually met at like the local drugstore. Yeah. Okay. And just started a conversation with her mm-hmm. was like the fact that I have so many kids. <laughs> Oh my, is that what they say? It's not that you don't have, it's not that you have kids, it's that you have so many. How many do you have? Three? 
You have four? Four. Yeah. And it's the fact that I have so many kids. And so once they hear four kids <laughs> and that I, it's kind of a, they're just like, oh. Okay. Well, these girls are so dumb. Okay. Like they're just not asking you the right questions. Who gives a fuck that you have four kids? They don't realize that you're financially stable. You've already kind of alluded to the fact that you're good looking. The, the, you're a great father which says something about your fucking character you're a good dude on top of it like you have all the things that a girl would want and they stop at four kids and a story like they're not digging deep enough to understand that so what you have four kids and two baby mamas if they hear the actual story none of it is bad you're not like divorced twice crazy baby mamas on the side the fuck up that has so many kids it's not that at all but like, right, these girls just not asking you questions? Yeah, it's like crazy that they're so quick to just throw you away. They're stupid, actually. Because if these are yeah. single girls that are looking for guys, okay, there are garbage guys everywhere. A good guy is hard to find. These three girls, stupid, low IQ, not smart, are probably going to remain single for a long time. Or maybe they just want a douchebag. I don't know. Because you're a good guy and you're a good fucking catch. Even on paper, they're just not getting right. past the four kids. And first of all, like two of your kids are older, right? Like how old are kids? I have a 16-year-old, an 11-year-old, an 8-year-old, and then a 3-year-old. Did any of did the girls have kids to these young these these three girls that you met? One of them online said she did. I don't know about the one in the drugstore. It never went that far. Oh, okay. Why? Because in the aisle, you told her you had four kids. Like, yeah. did you lead with that? Well, no, we were, no, my kids were with me. <laughs> oh, okay. But I just started up a conversation with her, and then all of a sudden, four kids come around the corner and they go, "Dad," and you could just see her eyes fucking. Yeah, but maybe she thought you were married. Did she know you were like? It's some, she might have just thought, "Oh, what a scumbag! He's married and he's hitting on me." Well, I suppose it, with her, I suppose, but the other two. It, we were t we, one of them I actually talked to for three weeks on the phone. Like, okay. And I was like, hey, like, I actually have time now. Let's go out. Like, I'll take you to dinner. Let's mm -hmm. go get coffee. Let's see if there's actually a connection in person. Yeah. And by that point, she was like, it was weird because then she was just like, well, I really enjoy talking to you and everything, but your life is just kind of so set already. And I just, you have four kids and like, I just feel like I'm never going to be like a priority. I can understand that. Was she a young girl that like had no set life yet? Was her life pretty much not started yet? What was her deal? I, I guess she was 29. <laughs> okay. But did she have kids or any, anything like that yet herself? Uh, no, she didn't have kids, but she had, she'd already graduated college and had a full-time job. Yeah, but I, mean, I, I don't think a girl, listen, you never know, right? There might be a girl out there that doesn't want kids and is around your age. And and so she'd be happy that you already have your kids and don't want more. I don't know how you feel about a woman coming in if she did want more babies, whether you'd have one. But with this girl, I, I, I think a girl that is slate is clean and hasn't really started her life yet, never had kids or anything. I get why she would not want to hop into your already set life. That is a right. bit much, especially for a 29 year old. You got like a 16 year old that she could hang out with. I don't know. Like it, <laughs> it's like very close in age. You know, it's a lot to take on for that girl. I think if you get someone though, who's 36, 37, who's been a mom, that's a different kind of woman. Once you've had a baby and you've taken care of it and if they got married, there's a maturity that's there that isn't going to be there yet in a woman who hasn't had those things in their life yet. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I see, and that's why I actually started using this stir thing. For yeah, like yeah, perfect. Like, yeah. But as weird as this sounds, and I'm not trying to sound misogynistic or anything like that, but yeah, it's what it. I've experienced so far on it. Yeah. Is it's almost like the single moms don't like the fact that I'm a single dad that like stepped up and took care of his kids. Why? I'm a single I, I mom. Don't, I don't think that way. Why? What? What do? You, how do? Why do you assume? I feel like you have to be assuming that because did one of them ever come out and actually say that to you? Like, why do you assume that? Or did someone say that to you? Yeah, someone said it to me. And it wasn't even someone I messaged. Tell she me what was that? What's that? Tell me what she said. She literally messaged me, and she was just like, "Listen, I had to go through court hearings for years to get like the final custody of my kid, and here you are just portraying this person that." 
doesn't just walk out and takes care of these kids. And basically she was like, I just think your profile is like full of shit. <laughs> so she didn't believe and, you. She yeah, didn't she believe didn't, you. Yeah. That, listen, that's a, that's a, cra- that's a stupid, that's another dumb, dumb. Okay. She's so dumb because your story is fucking true. Why don't you send her a link to this episode when it airs so she could see what she lost. Okay. Because your story's true. And so, and, and honestly, she sounds like bitter. That's like really weird to reach out to somebody and sort of trash them as if, I don't know, like, why are you looking at someone else's life? And I don't know, sort of judging it and and you don't know that person and trashing them for it and acting like you're such a victim and they're not I don't know that she sounds like a crazy person because who would do that and that is not but I'm sorry you cannot take that single mom and say all single mom are like her she's like weird I don't know one mom that would say that like that I don't even know what she was trying what was she trying to say like you had it easy and I didn't so fuck you is that what she was trying to say I I think so and see the thing is with it 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 was just, it kind of put that thought in my head, even though I know that's not true. I have friends that are single moms and they don't judge me like that. But having someone say that to yeah, you yeah. puts it in your head. Like, yeah, but look, can we just, can, we, can I just take an eraser in your brain and can I just erase that whole thing? Can you just delete her from your phone? Or <laughs> Like that, that doesn't exist. Please, we frame things sometimes in our brains and the way we frame them, it has an effect on us. Somehow right. you frame that that comment as something that it wasn't. You need to reframe it as fucking psycho, okay? That's what you should be framing that conversation. She's a fucking psycho. Something's wrong with her. I bet you her story is her guy left her and ran for the hills, okay? Because she's cuckoo. Because for her to send you that message, it's so fucking rude and weird. Especially you guys weren't even talking. And like, see, the funny it's thing unsolicited. Is she... It's unsolicited, rude comment. She's like a troll. Yeah, and see, the funny thing is, she sent it out of the blue. And after I got the message, obviously, I looked at her profile. And this was a chick that I would have never messaged. <laughs> of course. Ever. She's angry. Like, she she's wouldn't a... even have crossed my radar. Yeah, she's a man hater. She's so mad. She's maybe she listened. Maybe if I was talking to her I, and she told me she did that, I, I would know why. Because I'd have her backstory that she went through a really tough thing. And she's acting out. And she's got her period. Who knows? But that's a weird thing to send. and But somehow, some part of you attached to it. And because I'm talking to you, like we need to let go of that. That has no say in your story. That does not, that is not representative of other single moms. And you know that you said to me just now, none of my single mom's friends feel that way. So I know that, but yet somehow some part of you is like latching onto that and you need to let go of that because nothing is, yeah. Sorry. What I, what I meant when I said that was I felt, I understand that single moms are not like that. I felt like single moms on that app were like that. No. Why? Just because she was? No. And just reading profiles on there, they're like, I would love someone to come help me pay the bills. You oh know what God, I mean? They just get right to it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they're, all like like, <laughs> they're all like better. And, and I just feel, I don't know. I guess I stopped using that app about six weeks after I did it. But. Yeah, but you shouldn't. Listen to me. The great thing about dating is you're not looking for six people to match up with, right? You're only looking yeah. for one, okay? So <laughs> you just need one person to be not bitter and psycho. A lot of people, both men and women, so it's I'm not, I'm not going to say all women that get divorced like this. I've talked to men. I call them dickless divorcees. A lot of men, after they come out of marriages, are the same way. They're bitter. They hate women. Women, same thing. This is what happens in life. You get shafted, and then it, it, it creates the, the bad. That's what baggage is. Yeah, of course, a lot of those women are going to have baggage, but there's plenty of them that aren't. And like I said, you only need one. So you should be on that fucking app. Who cares? Even if it's the majority, you're only looking for one. And the minority exists too. There's probably some great single moms on there that are in your same position that would ask the right questions, realize what you went through and get that you're a good fucking guy and a great catch and you're perfect for them. You should not have taken yourself off that app. You shouldn't just because of one crazy bitch. And even if a lot of them have those crazy profiles, let me just tell you as a woman who's been on dating apps and everyone will tell you, there's a lot of crazy people everywhere on every app you can see. And a lot of phony, there's a lot of nonsense everywhere, but you can't let that that you should have never let that take you off that app. So just put yourself back on there. All right. Seriously, really do it. Make sure your friend Rachel looks at your profile. You got hot pics of yourself. Like, how do you pitch yourself? I say I'm looking for a relationship, but I'm also not 
wanting to jump into something immediately. Like I want to get to know you and talk and just take out. I don't want to jump into anything. First of all, look at how fast you jumped into your wife. I feel like if you met the right person, you would jump in. You don't have time. You're like a full time working dad with four kids. Take out. I won't jump in. You don't have time to slowly date. Are you crazy that you're going to you want to jump in quickly if you meet the right person? (laughs) Take that shit out. You know what that says to somebody like, oh, I'm like wishy washy. Don't put it. I don't want to jump in because I don't think that that's the truth. At a certain point, you get to life. And this is why people break up quickly, more quickly when they're older and stuff because you don't have time for riffraff and nonsense you know you get right to it you're a hard-working man you have a lot on your plate like you said you barely have time to date if you met somebody that checked off all your boxes you're like move in tomorrow what the fuck do I need to wait for so I think you need to take that out because I think sometimes for a woman that's really ready and knows she wants to jump in that's like a red flag so don't say that just don't say that Okay. Take See, that out. The whole yeah. reason I had that in there, yeah. it wasn't even that. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. The whole reason I put that in it was strictly because it's so weird for me to bring someone new around my kids. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so when I said take it slow, I meant. Because of the children. But you could say, but of course, but you know, that's something you could discuss in person. Don't put it on your thing, you know, I mean, unless okay. you spell it out, but I, I, you don't need to say all that stuff. Any single parent understands that and a decent good woman is going to roll that same way. You know what I mean? Any parent that's dating isn't just going to bring their new partner into their house the minute they meet them. So I, I think that that's sort of a, a given. And like I said, if it's the right person, they're going to they're going to understand that you don't need to say that. And you could talk about that when you're on the date, but you got to be in the game. And see, that's my other issue is obviously I love the life I have. Yeah, that's great. But the remoteness of my life does not <laughs> work well of course. as far as meeting people. I have to set my like parameters for like search radius right yeah. for 250 miles. That's okay. That's even more of a reason why you need to get fucking on it and get back on that app because you need to meet somebody because without that somebody, you're like alone on your ranch. I know you got kids and stuff, but you want a companion. You're young. You're 36. Okay, like, absolutely. Yeah, you want you want kids. someone I... around. You you need that companionship. You got nothing for miles. You got horse shit all around cleaning up all day. You got kids. Like, I, I think that that's more of a reason to just go back on that other app and just keep at it and know that the right person will be out there. Like, I believe that. Sometimes it takes a little longer to get what you want, but I think if you just keep doing the work, and no matter how many times you go on a bad date or how many weirdo messages you get, you don't give up, you will eventually get what you want. Your wife is on the other side. I believe this. I believe in souls. Like she's Ask her for help. She's going to send you your new girl. You're going to have a new girl. I promise. You're a good guy. It's what you want. I think when you're really ready, shit happens. And so as long as you don't have any blocks in you, it sounds like this is exactly what you want. And so you, there's no reason why that person isn't going to show up. It might take six months, six more months. Who knows? But you are going to meet right. somebody. And you have to know that. Don't be negative about it. What I always say, and it's like my big joke, but it's true. If you ever think, oh, there isn't somebody for anyone, just put on an episode of Intervention and you'll see like a guy drooling in a puddle and his wife running out after him. Okay, if that guy could get a partner, you can, right? There is somebody for everybody, okay? Like you're, (laughs) and you're somebody's out there. You're not like, yeah, you got four kids, but you got a, a, a strong business. You're financially stable. These are things that women look for. Sorry, they're not like money hungry bitches. It's just, like that that's the stuff that is attractive to women and is good to put on the table you're a great dad like I said that shows your character and character is really important so for a smart girl that's really looking for a guy you are like a prize and like I said I'm assuming you're good looking so you are like a prize the fact that somebody hasn't picked you yet is like sad for them because some girl's going to be really lucky. A girl that is has her own life, has her own kids that, you know, and is going to come into your ranch, move in with you, and she's going to help you and have a full life, like on a platter handed to her and her life being taken care of and she could meld hers with yours. That's a great situation for the right person. And there's plenty of women in that situation that it's going to work for. You just haven't met the right one. But a smart girl is going to get that is going to hop on it. And like I said, anyone else that's passed you by is dumb. <laughs> no, I really think it's, I'm a woman. I know there's a good garbage men all over. I told you, like, it's hard to find good guys. I'm sure. Are you a faithful guy? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If I'm in a relationship, I would never cheat on the person I'm with. I'm not saying when I was younger, obviously countless one night stands and stuff like that. But with my wife, absolutely not. Like I would have. I would have turned down fucking anyone for my wife. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, on paper and in real life, like, you have it all. And not only, like I said, are you got a business and you're good looking and you're secure and stable, you're, you know, monogamous. You're a nice guy. And that goes a long way. And the biggest thing is, is you want a relationship. <laughs> There's plenty of guys that that's the last thing that they want. That's a big problem for girls. They meet a guy, he just wants to fuck them, and then they ghost them, and they're dealing with all that kind of nonsense, especially single women. Even the women who are divorced or whatever with kids are probably finding that their guys hitting them up, pretending they're looking for a relationship, and then they just want to fuck them. You're a real guy that really wants a relationship. There's plenty of girls out there that would be into you you just have to be i think on more apps and putting yourself out there where do you do you want to give listen i have a big audience do you want to give a <laughs> shout out you never know i might get a person listening no i'm really serious i want to help you um, where do you live can you say do you mind you're not talking anything bad here like no, on the yeah. show yeah montana you're in montana okay and so any girl that's around montana or wants to live in montana again you just heard this guy's story he's a catch okay you want to send a picture well, Montana or Minnesota, honestly. I have a lake cabin. Oh, my God. You have two houses. Okay, girls, listen (laughs) up. Oh, my God, you're a catch. Two houses. You're good looking. Can you send a picture? You want to send me a picture? Okay, you're going to send me a picture. Anyone wants to see Rancher, email me. Uh, I'm going to put your picture up on my Patreon, but I'm not going to make people join there to see it. If some bitch emails me that's like, uh, I'm like in love with Rancher and I want to meet him, I'm going to be... you know, sending her your pick, hooking you up. Like, I want to help you out. <laughs> You're a good guy. Anyone listen to Montana or where'd you say Minnesota? Minnesota, yeah. Wow, Montana or Minnesota. This is a guy, okay? He's got four kids. You heard his whole story. Rewind, listen to it again. He's a catch. Email me ASAP because I feel like I'm going to get emails for you. I'm telling you, I'm going <laughs> to post this as a bonus episode. I love this kind of thing. Look, I could talk to you as much as I could talk to someone having gangbangs. I just find human being stuff super interesting. I could have had you on the phone for two more hours asking you more questions. I love this story. I totally know you're going to meet someone great. You've been through so much. I really appreciate you calling in and being so open about everything you went through. It's I give you so much credit. It's like amazing the stuff that you've done. So like I said, 10,000 times, uh, the right girl's out there. And I hope she emails you. And listen, Rancher, thank you so much for emailing me to be on my show, considering what it's about. Like, I, I don't know. Did, I, did you hear me give a shout out that I want more tame stuff on my show? I'm actually, I've started listening to your podcast actually like a couple of months ago here. Uh-huh. It just popped up on my Spotify and I was like, huh, whatever. Yeah. Give it a try. And now I'm on like, episode, I'm only on episode like 150. Oh my God. Don't go back. Listen to the newest ones. In the beginning, I used to interrupt people. They were so awful. I can't even. And I had some bitch write a bad review on iTunes recently. It was like, oh, I did the, I made a mistake and went back and listened from the beginning and she used to suck and blow. It's like a fuck you. Like instead of saying the opposite, like, wow, like she's come so far and she worked her ass off for 10 years doing her show. She didn't know what she was doing in the beginning. And now she does such a good job. Instead of saying that, she like pointed out like cup half empty. I'm like, who is good at their job when they first start? You know, this was like something new to me in the beginning. And I've just grown and become so much better at what I do and editing and sound and everything. Well, even by like episode 150, it's already better. But I, I actually really enjoyed listening from the beginning because I okay. thought it was absolutely fucking hilarious. All right, awesome. But, but I'm so <laughs> glad you gave it a shot and just emailed me with this pretty tame kind of regular story because I love stuff like this. Like, honestly, I really do. And I'm so glad that you wrote in and that I had you on. And this is going to go up as a bonus episode. So okay. send me your pick sooner than later. Get back yep. on that app, Okay. And I'm going to put this up, like I said, sooner or later than so I could you try and get you a date, too. Perfect. All right. All right. Awesome. You're the best. Thanks so much for calling in. Sounds good. Thank you, Kathy. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube 
as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.